welcome back to Once Upon a Real Life, the podcast. Um, today I am going to talk about anxiety. Um, anxiety is something I have personally suffered with, I think, probably all my life. Um, it's something that throughout this year my husband has experienced for the first time. Um, and it's something that I think many of us, particularly since the pandemic, have experienced in one way or another we've either suffered from it ourselves or we have come across someone who has Um, most of us know someone who has anxiety and I think we can probably have a different understanding of it since the pandemic it's kind of as if we're all more aware of how other people are Um, for example when we didn't have to wear masks um, in shops throughout the summer you could go in a shop and you could feel the tension of people that were anxious about the pandemic and sort of their feelings about how we should all wear masks and things like that because of their anxiety or their fears or their worries and concerns and that's completely understandable so i think it's really important to understand how anxiety can make the sufferer feel um because it can be quite unexplainable Um, I wrote something down a while ago um, that I I was kind of having a bit of an anxious day and felt like I needed to express it in a way. Um, So I thought for a minute, I would take a minute just to read what I wrote and then kind of delve into it. Anxiety can be crippling. It can make you question everything you know and believe about the world and yourself and the people in it. You've built up a lifetime of trust in the people around you, in your family, at work, your friendships, and so on. You know certain things to be true. Gravity stops us falling off the earth. Time cannot be frozen or refunded. Money is the currency we currently use to survive. And there are so many other things we know to be true. Then one day, All of that trust is thrown into a cyclone of doubt that sends your usually relatively rational thoughts into a chaotic whirlwind of suspicion, fear, paranoia and irrationalism. There may have been a trigger, there may not, but one thing is for sure, you probably didn't see it coming. Everyone and everything you trusted and knew to be true is now under scrutiny. Vertigo makes you question the sincerity of gravity and begin to wonder if at any moment the world could in fact simply throw you off the edge. The people you love become targets of your doubt as they attempt to reassure you with textbook phrases and overused hallmark quotes. Are they in the game, in on the game to take you down? Sometimes anxiety can be more subtle, like a rumble of uncertainty within, as if you just know something is off. Your inner equilibrium is shaken and your senses heightened as you try to deny the undeniable feeling within, like the rumble of a hungry stomach refusing to give in to the tempting treats offered by a well-meaning older relative trying to feed you up. The trouble with this subtle anxiety is you never really feel it go away. It never reaches the suspected climax and therefore you risk being trapped in this defensive state for much longer than anyone would desire. Finally, the cruelness of day release arrives those days when you wake up feeling lighter. The days you think you've overcome the fear, you've won the game and defeated the villain within you. The sky looks more beautiful than ever. The birds are personally serenading you as you walk with your head up high, smelling the roses. Life is looking good. Until the next day.
and you wake up and the neighbor's cat has brought you the carcass of all the birds that sung your sweet lullaby the day before as a reminder that this game cannot be won. This was the cruel trick of the gods of karma. And that genuinely for me is how I felt that day. I felt like I had a false sense of security that I felt better and that I had overcome anxiety. Um, And I feel like when you feel that way, it can be even harder than the first time you have an anxiety attack Um, because you want to believe that you feel better. You want to believe that this isn't a part of you. But I don't believe it's a weakness. I think that's the key here, is anxiety isn't a weakness, but you have to learn to live with it. You have to learn to manage it. Um, And for me, the best way is using my senses. I found these different techniques on um, how to cope with anxiety, and certain ones really worked for me. And so I want to share my top tip for anxiety, particularly in the middle of like, um, say you're having, um, you're in a shop, it's overwhelming, I mean it's Christmas, we are in the 2nd of December, it is Christmas time, anxiety, if you suffer from it, may very well go through the roof at this time of year, there are more people than ever around, they're all thinking of themselves and what they need, the world is flustered at this time of year. Um, it's cold. You walk into a shop and you're boiling hot because you've got layers on because it's cold outside. So you're then sweating and thinking, oh my God, I'm really hot. I can't breathe. And you're outside and you're freezing cold. It is my favorite time of year usually, but it's also uber stressful. So the, this one tip will help me to get through this next month. And I hope that it can help you. When you're in a situation where you feel like anxiety is creeping in, the worst thing, in my opinion, that you can do is deny it, is to try and push that thing back down. It's a bit like if you have a burp rumbling in your esophagus, if that's where they come from, I'm not a doctor, I don't know. But you feel that like, oh, I'm, I'm going to burp, I'm going to burp, and I'm going to have to hold that in, oh, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. And then you could start talking to someone and it just comes out, you know, it just involuntarily, involuntarily comes out of your mouth. And it's more embarrassing than ever because you didn't get to control it. It's just like that. This is what I'm trying to say. So when you feel the rumbles of anxiety within sort of creeping through, you can feel it going all through your veins, all through your body. And it it kind of comes from your tummy, it goes into your chest. Your tummy might literally feel like it's turning. You could feel like you need a loo, you could feel like you're gonna be sick or you're gonna pass out. And it's not about going, oh my God, I need, no, 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 not now, not now, not now. It's about going, okay, 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 I, I see you, I see you. I'm gonna trump you, it's fine. Um, I'm Unoing, I've got one card left to play. And um, you, for me, this trick works really well most times. Every time, although I'm gonna tell you about a little loophole that I found because of the way my brain works and how I got around it. Um, So, you need to use your senses. Anxiety is all about not feeling in control. When you don't feel in control of certain things, anxiety, breeds like wildfire so you need to use your senses you need to name something you can see 
just in your head, you don't need to say it out loud unless you really want to. You need to think of something you can see, think of something you can smell, think of something you can hear, think of something you can taste, and think of something you can touch, okay? So this worked perfectly for me for a few months. This one little tip worked so well. I would be in a shop feeling overwhelmed and I would just stop where I was. I think you have to let go of any need to not look weird because I know that my husband in particular struggled with that. Like he didn't want us to just stop in the middle of Tesco's and, and with his trolley and just suddenly kind of go within himself. But honestly, like the burp, it's going to be much more beneficial overall if you can take control of it in the moment instead of waiting for it to kind of take control of you um, and come out in its own way. You're much better ad- accepting it, admitting it and taking control then and there. So wherever you are, if you feel that kind of overwhelming fear or anxiety coming over you, stop. Look for something you can see. What can you taste? What can you hear? What can you smell and what can you touch? And really, it's not just about, for me, the loophole I found was I was like, well, I can see a tin of beans, I can smell the fish counter, I can hear all the people talking and they're really annoying me, I can feel the trolley handle and I can taste the blood in my mouth from biting my cheek because I'm feeling so crappy it wasn't about like it's not about racing through it's about really slowing your breath feeling your heart beat trying to control that slowing everything down a bit like in those films where you can hear like the narrate like the the main character breathing you can hear it you know like I don't know I can't describe it but that that feeling of yeah you can hear it breathing it's that you want to hear your breath you want to come into yourself and focus on your senses very soon if you're like me you'll find a loophole and you will just quickly list off all the things that you can feel see taste touch smell hear so then what I learned to do for myself was I would look at something I would be panicking, having a bit of an anxiety attack, and I would look around, look for something. My eyes would be drawn to something, and I'd look at it, and I would stare at it, taking every small detail, close my eyes, no matter where I was, I would close my eyes, and I would hold that image in my head. Now, I would try to imagine what that smelled like. So, for example, if it was a tin of beans, so it was a tin of beans because I said that's what I could see a minute ago I'm looking at a tin of beans and I have taken it in every inch of that object from where I am stood I can see it and now I can see it with my eyes closed how would that smell? so am I trying to imagine what it would smell as I open it? if I want to it's up to you if that's how you want to smell it don't overthink it if you want to smell just the tin how does the tin smell? how does it feel? is there dust on the top of the tin? does it feel smooth? is the label straight? You know, how does it taste? Try and imagine what beans taste like. Or if you really want like the side of the can, it's up to you. You're using this one sense and delving into it with your other four senses on that one specific object. And I found personally that helped so much. I love to find the flaws in things. And so for me, I found the flaw in the use your senses thing pretty quick. I 
quickly race through my senses and realize that's not the point you're meant to slow it down but the fact that I could speed it up really was unhelpful for me and so I found a way of slowing it down even further so give that a go I really hope that that helps with your anxiety and let me know stories of situations you've been in where your anxiety has kind of overrun you I have my own anxiety attack and panic attack like full-on meltdown mode story um, that I will share um, another time but let me know your anxiety stories how you get triggered how you help yourself um, and and anything to do with anxiety I'd really love to hear from you and I'm sure anyone else would love to be able to resonate and not feel alone. I think that's the best thing about when people can share their stories is it makes others feel like they're not alone.